everybody, it's me, Auntie, and I hope you all are doing well. Well, today I'm going to make this a bit of a special episode. Um, on Monday, January 17th, it will be MLK Day or Martin Luther King Jr. Day. And I think I've spoken a few times about him. Uh, Martin Luther King was one, was an activist who who um, was trying to fight for equality and freedom for the Blacks. Because once slavery was over, Black people still weren't accepted. They had at the time where there was a Black bathroom, or they called it a Negro bathroom, and a white bathroom. Or they'd have a Black fountain and a white fountain. And Black people sometimes weren't allowed to stay in certain hotels. Or if they did stay in a hotel, they had to come in the back of the hotel or a back of a restaurant. They couldn't come through the front door along with everybody else. They had to go through the back. And, and they couldn't go use the movie theaters or the pools or anything. And so Martin Luther King and a lot of his followers decided they enough was enough. So they decided to do um, marches all over America, some in Canada also, because Canada had the same situation. And so he and his people would do peaceful marches because Martin Luther King believed that we could come to an agreement, come to equality by just doing it peaceful, peaceful sit-ins, peaceful you know, walks, marches down the towns and cities to make a point that Black people are equal. And it did work. It did work. It, there eventually, there, there was no more segregation, that it, there was no choice. Blacks can go through the front door. There was no longer um, a Black bathroom and a white bathroom. Everybody used the same bathroom. Everybody got to walk down the same road. People Black people were allowed to get jobs. They were allowed to live in certain neighborhoods and it, and so many other things. So he made a huge, huge difference. So what he was most famous for was his speech, I Have a Dream. Now it's a long speech, so I'm not going to read all of the speech, but if you would like um, a copy of the speech, I'd be more than happy. Email me at storytimewithanti.com, gmail.com, and I will be more than happy to send you a copy. Or you can Google it by putting, I have a dream speech. And believe me, a lot of sites have this. So I'm going to read a small part, the most famous part of his speech, okay? Here we go. So it says, let me find the, okay. So with this faith, we will be able to hew out the mountain of despair, a stone of hope. With this faith, we will be able to transform the jangling discords of our nation into the beautiful symphony of brotherhood. With this faith, we will be able to work together, to pray together, to struggle together, to go to jail together, to stand up for freedom together, knowing that we will be free one day. And this will be the day. This will be the day when all of God's children will be able to sing with new meaning. My country tis of thee, sweet land of liberty. Of thee I sing, 
land where my fathers died, land of the pilgrim's pride. From every mountainside, let freedom ring. And if America is to be great nation, this must become true. And so let freedom ring from the prodigious hilltops of New Hampshire. Let freedom ring from the mighty mountains of New York. Let freedom ring from the heightening agonies of Pennsylvania. Let freedom ring from the snow-capped Rockies of Colorado. Let freedom ring from the curvious slopes of California. But not only that, let freedom ring from Stone Mountain of Georgia. Let freedom ring from Lockout Mountain to Tennessee. Let freedom ring from every hill and molehill of Mississippi, from every mountainside, let freedom ring. And it's, it is a long speech, but in his speech, he talks about how he wants black boys and black, uh, black children and white children to all be able to go to school together, to be together, to build the country together. And it did, it, it, it did a huge impact on him and thousands, probably millions of people came to just listen to him speak and do this speech. And it, it touched a lot of people and it made a lot of difference. Um, but again, Martin Luther King died. Um, he was, he, he was killed and he was gone, but a lot of people, his children and followers and many generations after that followed and tried to pursue what he was trying to pursue. So his birthday was January 15th. So they created um, Martin Luther King Day to, to celebrate. It's not a national holiday. It's a federal holiday, which means you know, um, certain states can pick and choose if they allow um, people the day off for Martin Luther King Day. Uh, we don't celebrate it here in Canada. It would be nice or we it would be nice to celebrate um, one of our greatest activists here in Canada to have a special day to celebrate the day of when Blacks became equals. Yes, we do still have a lot of work, but we, it's better than it was before, right? So I thought, you know what, to go along with it being Martin Luther King Day, I'm going to read a story called Freedom Summer. And it's not the point of view of a Black child. It's actually the point of view of a white child and what he saw and how he felt when his best friend, who is Black, had to be treated differently than him. And when a change came, how he felt. So why don't we sit back and enjoy it? So here we go. Freedom Summer, written by Deborah Wiles, illustrated by Jerome Lagargi. John Henry Waddle is my best friend. His mama works for my mama. Her name is Annie Mae. Every morning at eight o'clock, Annie Mae steps off the county bus and walks up the long hill to my house. If it's summer, John Henry is step, step, stepping it right beside her. We like to help Annie Mae. 
We shell butter beans. We sweep the front porch. We let the cat in, then chase the cats out of the house until Annie Mae says, shoo, enough of you two, go play. We shoot marbles in the dirt until we're too hot to be alive. Then we yell, last one in the is a rotten egg and run straight for Fiddler's Creek. John Henry swims better than anybody I know. He crawls like a catfish, blows bubbles like a swamp monster, but he doesn't swim in the town pool with me. He's not allowed. So we dam the creek with rocks and sticks to make a swimming spot, then holler and jump in wearing only our skin. John Henry's skin is the color of brown butter. He smells like pine needles after a good rain. My skin is the color of pale moths that dance around the porch light at night. John Henry says, I smell like just washed sock. This means war, I shout. We turn that water into a white hurricane and laugh until our sides hurt. Then we float on our backs and spout like whales. I'm going to be a fireman when I grow up, I say. Me too, says John Henry. I have two nickels for ice pots. So we put on our clothes and walk to town. John Henry doesn't come with me through the front door of Mr. Mason's general store. He's not allowed. How you doing, young Joe, says Mr. Mason. He winks and says, you gonna eat those all by yourself? My heart does a quick beat. I got one for my friend, I say, and scoot out the door. Yes, sir, it's mighty hot out there, Mr. Mason calls after me. I love ice pops, said John Henry. Me too, I say. Annie Mae makes dinner for my family every night. She creams the corn and rolls the biscuits. Daddy stirs his iced tea and says, the town pool's open tomorrow to everybody under the sun, no matter what color. That's the new law, Mama tells me. She helps my plate with peas and says, it's the way it's going to be now. Everybody together. Lunch counters, restrooms, drinking fountains too. I'd wiggle in my chair like a doodlebug. I've got to be excused, I shout, and I run into the kitchen to tell John Henry. I'm going to swim in the town pool, he hollers. Is it deep? Real deep, I tell him. And the water's so clear, you can jump to the bottom and open your eyes and still see. Let's be the first ones there, said John Henry. I'll bring my good luck nickel and we can die for it. Next morning, as soon as the sun peeks into the sky, here comes my best friend, John Henry Waddle. Run, run, running to meet me. Let's go, he yells, I got my nickel. And I run right with him all the way to town pool. We race each other over the last hill and we stop. County dump trucks are here. They grind and back up to the empty pool. 
workers rake steaming asphalt into the hole where sparkling clean water used to be. One of them is John Henry's big brother, Will Rogers. We started to call to him. What's happened? But he sees us first and points back on down the road. It means get on home. But our feet feel stuck. We can't budge. So we hunker in the tall weeds and watch all morning until the pool is filled with hot, spongy tar. Smoky steam rises in the air. Workers tie planks to their shoes and stomp on the black top to make it smooth. Will Rogers heaves his shovel into the back of the empty truck and climbs up with the other workers. His face is like a storm cloud, and I know this job has made him angry. Let's go, a boss man shouts, and the trucks rumble slam down the road. It's so quiet now. We can hear the breeze whisper through the grass. We sit on the diving board and stare at the tops of the silver ladders sticking up from the tar. My heart beats hard in my chest. John Henry's voice shakes. White folks don't want colored folks in their pool. You're wrong, John Henry, I say. But I knew he was right. Let's go back to Fiddler's Creek, I say. I didn't want to swim in the old pool anyway. John Henry's eyes fill up with angry tears. I did, he says. I wanted to swim in this pond. I want to do everything you can do. I don't know what to say, but as we walk back to town, my head starts to pop with new ideas. I want to go to the dairy dip with John Henry, sit down and share root beer floats. I want us to go to the picture show, buy popcorn and watch the, the movie together. I want to see the town with John Henry's eyes. We stop in front of Mr. Mason's store. I jam my hand into my pocket. While my mind searches for words to put with my new idea, my fingers close around two nickels. Want to get a nice pop? John Henry wipes his eyes and takes a breath. I want to pick it out myself. I swallow hard and my heart says yes. Let's do that, I say. I give John Henry one of my nickels. He shakes his head. I got my own. We look at each other. Then we walk through the front door together. Wasn't that a great story? It is sometimes nice to hear it from a different perspective because we know as a community, we understand how our ancestors felt, our grandparents. Some of you in the U.S., it's your grandmother, great-grandmother that went through all this, that did the marches. And it was nice to see from a white child's point of view how it was affecting him. He didn't get to do all the fun stuff with his best friend because his best friend was of a different color. His best friend couldn't go to the community pool. 
His best friend couldn't go into the ice pop shop with him. He couldn't even sit down and have a root beer float with his friend. And, you know, I can only imagine that it just made him feel sad and hurt to see his friend hurt. Because I know all of us, when we see our friend hurt or somebody that we love hurt, it hurts us too. And what's wonderful though, in the end, they were able to finally go into a shop together and he's gonna be able to have a root beer float with each other. It's sad that they won't be able to go into a pool with each other because they'd rather um, shut down the pool than have black people um, swim in the pool. But I feel that, you know, in the future, those boys probably would have made a big change. And it, they probably would have gotten a lot of problems with it, but I don't think that would have broken their friendship. So that is it for me today. Please don't forget January 17th, Martin Luther King Day. If you're anywhere in the world, just take your time and just think about how great it is that we are treated as equals and that there were so many people before us that fought for that. And so we need to appreciate that and feel blessed about that and think of other ways we can now overcome so racism and bigotry and so many other things that's within the world. And don't be afraid to teach your white friends about what your ancestors went through. They probably want to learn. And it's great if they want to learn because learning removes the racism. So that's it. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your weekend. And I think next week I'll probably read a little Nancy book just for some giggles. So I am proud to be black because black looks good on me. And I hope you all are proud to be black because you absolutely look wonderful in it. Take care. Bye for now.